Is it just lip service or is it the truth? <clears throat> this last weekend, we went to uh, kind of a men's conference. And I think this point was brought up. And I want to share with you some things that at least uh, Ross says I bring up questions. Uh, and this was something in, in me that uh, you, you know when you hear something and it just kind of jumps out and grabs you and you think you know there's, there's something to this. And what was brought out was the the statement that uh, Jesus made, and I want to read part of this over here in John chapter six. Oh, you might have to, but <clears throat> Jesus was talking to his. Uh, actually the disciples and he was in the uh, synagogue at Capernaum and I want to read this to you he says do not grumble and this is chapter 6 John 6 verse about 43 he said do not grumble among yourselves no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It's written in the prophets, and they shall be taught of God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that any man has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. I looked that word up, belief, one time, and it means to have faith in or to trust in. And there's another word for belief that doesn't mean exactly that same thing. But this word, he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who had trusts in me has eternal life. Well, you have to know Christ before you can trust him. I am the bread of life. You know, he didn't mince words. He just said it like it was. He said, I am the bread of life. Your father ate the man in the wilderness. They died. This is the bread of life which comes down out of heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. He said, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he shall live forever in the bread also which I shall give him for the life of the world. And that was another thing here. He says, the life of the world is my flesh. The life of this whole world is my flesh. He didn't say the life of you or you or you. He said the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews, therefore, began to argue with one another, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink His blood, you don't have any life in yourselves. He 
You know, I thought that's a pretty hard saying. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, I live because of the Father. So he who eats me, he also shall live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. He who eats this bread shall live forever. And here comes the problem. These things he said in the synagogue which was taught in Capernaum, He said, many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this saying, said, this is a difficult statement. Who can listen to it? Jesus was conscious that his disciples grumbled at this. Just say, I'm going to turn the page. And they grumbled at it and said to them, does this cause you to st- Jesus said, does this cause you, you to stumble? And then he said, what then if you should behold the Son of Man, uh, Son of Man ascending where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. And you kind of get back to that word belief. Do you, do you know me? Do you trust me? Do you have faith in me? It says Jesus knew from the beginning who, were the, who, who they were who would not believe. And then he said, For this reason I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him from the Father. And then it says, As a result of this, many of the disciples withdrew and left him. The saying was too hard. And they didn't walk with him anymore. You you know, you you stop and think about that. Have you ever heard a word from God? And it was such a hard word that it said you just didn't want to walk with him anymore. And I think the problem is, is it's that word knowing. Do you know him? Do you really want him to be Lord of your life like Ross was saying? And it says, as a result, many did not walk with him anymore. And Jesus said, therefore, to the twelve, his own disciples, he said, do you want to go also? And, you know, the question I have for you is the same one that, that Peter, you know, he gave that answer. He said, Lord, where are we going to go? You have the words of life. 
There's no place else to go. And folks, I want to tell you something. We've got to make that decision. I don't want you to come up here and take communion if you haven't settled that thing about who's the Lord of your life. Because if there's no place else to go, we don't have another choice. Jesus didn't say, yeah, there's several ways. He said, I am the way. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And then Jesus said, he said, did I not choose you? I mean, stop and think about that. I chose you. You didn't choose me. And so for us to come up here and take communion, we need to settle one thing. Lord, where are we going to go? I mean, logic would tell you that there's no place else to go. Linda, would you come up? My wife and I are going to serve this time since I didn't get anybody to help me. And I think two of us would be enough to do this. But I want you to sit there for a few minutes and ask yourself, Lord, where are we going to go? What are my alternatives? Because, you see, to eat his flesh and to drink his blood is a hard saying. It means, Lord, I want all of you. I don't want this part of you. I don't want to just be uh, a loosely confessed Christian. I want to be committed. And sometimes I think that we can just take things too lightly. We can say things too lightly without really meaning what we want, what we have to say. Marion, come on. I, you know, I don't want to rush through this. You know, I think sometimes we, we take communion and uh, it's just a ritual that we go through every month. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't bring us to a point where we have to say, Lord, I, I don't have another way. And I, but I trust you. Just last night I was um, at a meeting and the guy that spoke, he, he used that scripture that um, where Jesus came to his disciples and he asked, um, who do men say that I am? And his disciples, you guys know the scripture, said some said, well, some say you're, you're Elijah, some say you're another prophet. But then he said he, he, he brought it down on a personal level and he said, who do you say that I am? And that's when Repeater replied. He said, you're the, you're, you're the Christ. You're the Son of the living God. And I was meditating on that. And God just kind of put that in my spirit. And 
it was like he was saying, he's saying, Marion, it doesn't matter what everybody else says, who, who they say that I am. It only matters what you say that I, who you say that I am. He's, you've got to come to know him on a personal level. You know, Matthew 25, I've been studying that too, and it talks about how in the end time, he's going to separate the shaft from the wheat. He's going to separate the good fish from the, from the fat fish that are not good. He's going to separate. There's going to come a separation. And only those who have come to know him on a personal level, when they say, Jesus, you're the son of the living God. And, and, and God said, and G- Jesus replied to Peter, he said, flesh and blood hadn't revealed this to you, but my, my, the spirit of the living God, God has revealed this to you. You know, God has to, he has to become real in you by his spirit. And you've got to, re- you, can't, you, can't, you can't just repeat what Norman says, who he says Jesus is. You can't even repeat what Paul, even the Apostle Paul, you can't say, well, Paul says Jesus is the Son of God. You can't repeat that. You've got to come to know Him on a personal level. You've got to say, Jesus, you're the Son of the living God, because I know you. And that's what He's, I believe that's what, that's what He's saying today. And that's what Dad's saying. You've got, to, you've got to decide that. You've got to know Him personally. Okay, let me pray. Father, I come to you. Lord, I just lift up each one here. Lord, if there's anybody here that's, that hasn't come to know you and you're not Lord of their life today, Lord, that they would come to know you. Lord, if they need to seek somebody out, Lord, you said to, to seek you. Lord, that you'll, you'll be revealed by those who seek you, Lord. And if they need to seek somebody out and say, listen, I need to pray with somebody, Lord, let them do that. But Lord... We just come to you and we just thank you for this time. We thank you for your communion, for your broken body and your shed blood. And Lord, it is real, but it's only real to those who have come to know you. Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.